creative project is like a marathon. But if you saw me, you would instantly know that I have never run a marathon in my life. Join me as I embark on a pseudo-marathon, a journey to create 365 podcasts, one a day for an entire year. I'm on the go today. It's day 53 of 365, and uh, there won't be a conclusion after the main podcast because I'm just in a, on the road. So uh, let me make sure it's day 53. Make something. Yeah, 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 yeah. Totally cool. Day 53. It's about the sense of smell. Something about the sense of smell. Here we go. One of the worst smells I have encountered was when I was in grade 11 and uh, that's when we dissect fetal pigs in biology class and there's a unique smell to uh, specimens that have been prepared for for dissection I believe it's a mixture of you know like formaldehyde and and probably other other chemicals and mixing with the smell of biological tissue it's a it's a very unique smell so um, I really that the smell became ingrained into me we dissected our pigs for a couple days and the smell got worse as we went on so you know how, how that probably worked out I thought it was a fairly unique smell I would never encounter again until I was uh, I guess it was a couple years later I ended up going to Hamilton for a conference, Hamilton, Ontario. And if you have ever been there, you'll know exactly what I mean. As soon as I stepped off that plane, I smelled fetal pig. And it boggled my mind that a place could smell like that, like that fetal pig smell. Like as soon as I came off that airplane, it really was a culture shock to me too because I grew up out in the country and lots of fresh air out here and occasionally sure you're gonna smell silage or a feedlot or something else gross like that but usually it'll come and go you know not like like this whole city reeked of fetal pig and that was also disturbing to me because I'm like these people are just breathing this in all day every day and they probably don't even notice it. You do, be, you know, I did become accustomed to it. But like, what the fuck? That's gross. And it gives me a little bit of an inkling like uh, when you're watching uh, stuff and there's talking about like cities smelling like shit. I totally get it. I watched Isn't It Romantic the other day and uh, Rebel Wilson, whatever happens, happens and, and, and the city's transformed. New York is transformed. And she's like, how come New York doesn't smell like shit anymore, right? So that is interesting, but also disturbing that people just become used to that acrid smell. So gross. So disgusting. I don't know how you people do it. I don't know if I could really live in a city for any period of time, partly for that. I know you get accustomed to it, but it doesn't mean you start to like it. The tie that I have for a smell that was just as bad as that one was 
when I went to um, a horse autopsy. Yes, a horse autopsy. I worked at a barn and, and there was a young horse, she was about three. She became uh, ill and it was kind of an unusual case and the owner spent a lot of money uh, at the vet trying to get this horse better but she never nothing seemed to help her she never really recovered and the horse died uh, essentially she went septic so the vets were quite curious about what was going on with this particular horse and they offered to do a, an autopsy for free uh, partly to assuage their own sense of curiosity right like why couldn't we figure out what was going on with this animal so I think it had already been dead for a day and this is in uh, winter thankfully so you know um, things are a little bit better but they had the horse on this uh, trailer out by the vet clinic like a flat bed trailer that had hauled it there and it was kind of in the back so nobody could see it but we were standing there myself and, uh, and two co-workers because we were we were invited to to be there just to find out what had happened and also to um, feed our morbid curiosity about attending a horse autopsy. So, um, the horse was really bloated because it and it had gone septic so there was a combination of things going on there and the vet warned us like stand back when I cut into this horse it's going to be gross. So I stood like kind of behind the horse and off to the side but the other and the other two backed up quite a bit but they were still um, kind of in line with her abdomen and the vet punctured that horse's abdomen and this putrid rank uh, bodily fluid just sprayed everywhere. I might have got a little bit on my boots but the other two they got splattered and the smell of it was enough to make you wretch you know that dry heap I can't even believe, like, I, I can't believe those guys got sprayed with it. I couldn't even handle having it on my boots or whatever. So I just laughed my ass off because I was sadistic. But then we also had to stay there and pretend like we were all tough, you know, as we watched the outcome of this. Because, I mean, the bat was wearing gloves and overalls, or coveralls and everything, but... Of course, they were drenched in the smell too. As an aside, just for those of you who are curious, not that anybody's listening, but I'm just gonna pretend. Uh, the horse uh, had uh, some physical abnormalities inside her that hadn't shown up before, like some of her organs were too small and stuff, but because she was reaching three, which is uh, a certain age of maturity, uh, beginning age of maturity for horses, her organs just couldn't sustain her her growing body anymore right it wasn't such a big deal up to then but it, it just happened so she was it's just some congenital defects uh, so nothing nothing too um, earth-shattering there but it helped the vets know that you know there wasn't really anything they could have done she was doomed anyway plus it helps the rest of the herd um, at the barn we know that there wasn't something uh, possibly contagious that could put the others at risk Anyway, um, back to my, that smell, and remember the other two had been splattered. I had some at least on my boots, and we, we reeked. 
So we we finished the the autopsy and got into a vehicle, and the smell of it was just disgusting, right? Like closed up in a cab, especially in winter. You have the heater on, and just like. Eh. But we were hungry. You know, you think you wouldn't be hungry after smelling that, but we were. So we just decided in our disgusting, gagorific clothes, just to. I believe we we went to a lounge somewhere and had had a meal, and. Uh, you know, in hindsight, that was kind of a dick move because everybody that could smell us, I bet, was like unable to eat their food. By then we had grown accustomed to it, right? We probably should have changed or something or just done takeout maybe. Anyway, really like smells, they can really attach to your memory. And it's funny like, uh, what did I just randomly smell the other day? And I was like, what the hell? Why am I smelling that? Um, my uncle used to smoke a pipe and uh, used uh, this old sale tobacco, right? And he always had that smell on him. Everything that he owned had this rich smell of this tobacco, smoke more of the smoke. And you know, every now and then he's been he's been dead for um, twelve years, thirteen years, twelve years probably, and. I still smell it every now and then. Like that's bizarre, right? You get a whiff of, of this old man tobacco smoke at times when there would be no reason to. So I think it's a really powerful tool that some of us have, because uh, I know not everybody has a sense of smell, although I'm pretty sure that means uh, that you're a serial killer, but that's okay. That's okay, no judgment, right? 